You're listening to What Devay Said About Music, the beard on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay, your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they said about music? Uh, this is Tim Cohen, and you're listening to What Do They Said About Music. All right, friends, you have seen the heavy groups. Now you will see morning maniac music. Believe me, yeah. It's the new dawn. The regular guy. Good afternoon and good evening, my Duvidians, and welcome to What Duvet Said About Music. I'm your host, Robert Bob Duvet, coming to you from the Madison Square Garden, the Wembley Arena, the Pompeii of podcasting, the kitchen of my apartment here in San Francisco, California. Thanks once again for joining me. I never know what time you might be listening to uh, this show, so that's why I wanted to get all the greetings, you know, covered. But as you heard, this is going to be a show of morning madness music. 
or at least uh, some loose interpretation of that. If you could not also tell by the intro, besides Grace Slick welcoming you all, that was Mr. Tim Cohen of Tim Cohen's Magic Trick, which you heard at the intro and still currently playing in the background. They're performing live there at Great American Music Hall from last Thursday night. We're going to talk about that. But also, uh, Tim Cohen in Fresh and Onlys also released a couple solo records under his name and uh, played a band called Black Fiction, which we're going to get to as well. It's a big show. Um, I just am um, really thrilled. We have an interview with Tim Cohen as well, which I was able to sit down with him before his show at the Great American last Thursday night here in San Francisco. Uh, Tim Cohen's Magic Trick was playing with Puro Instinct and Holy Shit, and it was a great show. And I look forward to telling you a little bit about that. And hopefully you get a, a taste from uh, the opening song, the Magic Trick played there. So what else can I tell you? Ah, as always, you can give us a call at 415-937-0445 or write us at said at gmail.com. And you can always go to the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. There you go. That's all the information. And as always, we will have supplemental material to go along with this show. So, people, a week has passed. A lot of good music has been seen and heard by me. Excited to tell you about it. We had Noise Pop last week. It finished up. It was, uh, by all accounts, a real, real big success. I saw some great music. I saw Waves and Best Coast. And they were great. They didn't make out on stage. I was a little disappointed, but uh, they did kick ass with their uh, with their sets. So I guess I. And by the way, when you walked into the arena at the Regency Ballroom, it, you were just knocked over with a a heavy fog of of pot smoke. So it's good to see that the kids still like taking their drugs. And if it reminded me of the you know probably Grace Slicks Fillmore from the Jefferson Airplane days. So that, that was good. That felt good. I can't remember that personally. I'm not quite that old. But it's still good to, you know, just good to feel that concert environment. Speaking of concert environments, I just want to get to really quick a bit of uh, a review of the Magic Trick show at the Great American Music Hall as, we, as this song kind of fades out in the background. I had seen Tim Cohen's Magic Trick one time previous at a very small art gallery downtown. And it was, you know, it wasn't really set up for a live show, but they still sounded great. All the nuts and bolts were there. The harmonies, um, really great drumming, um, great songwriting, all that stuff was there. But to see them at the Great American Music Hall, I mean, it was really the dream realized. The sound was awesome. The band played a great set. There were a lot of people there for them. Um, it was really full. People walked right up to the front, which I love to see at shows. I hate when there's that big gap. And they just delivered one hell of a set from, you know, mostly I'm guessing most of the songs were from their most recent release called Tim Cohn's Magic Trick. And there's a great review. And I say it's a great review because I wrote it up on the blog. So go to www.whatduvesa.com and you will, you will uh, read about uh, how great an album that is. But the show... Um, if it's any indication of where this project for him is going, I mean, what they do with the vocals is just so pretty. Um, we'll talk more about that. In fact, I'm going to let Tim talk about that in the interview we did. I'm going to get right to the interview. So uh, we, we sat down for about 20, 25 minutes before 
their show at the Great American Music Hall. We were backstage, and you'll hear, um, you know, you'll hear some other, you know, people coming in, and uh, they will be introduced. But I just really want to get to uh, playing some music of theirs as well as listening to the interview. So, without further ado, I give you the Tim Cohen interview. I was going to say I give you Tim Cohen's magic. It was magic. It was odd. It was uh, podcasting gold, as we like to say here in the business. What's not podcasting gold is the fact that the gardener has decided to do whatever the hell he's doing outside with his blower. So hopefully that stops. But I just wanted to, uh, before we get into the interview, just one more quick thing. We talk about a variety of subjects. We talk about the Magic Trick Project. We talk about the Fresh and Onlys a little bit. We talk about touring. But more importantly, we talk about the NBA. So uh, it's always good to sit down with a musician and talk sports. So I was really excited to have a chance to do that. I'm going to play a Magic Trick song right now. I really like It's called Don't Give Up. It's off their brand new record. It came out on the 22nd of February. So go run out and get it. I'll have links to where you can on the blog. And uh, listen, these, uh, you'll hear the harmonies that I'm talking about. They sound lovely. All right, here it is. Don't give up.
really, uh, really excited to finally get a chance to sit down and talk with you. I've been a big fan of, you got so many projects going on, I can't even list them all, but uh, definitely Fresh and Onlys, I love your, uh, your, your solo albums as well, and now we got the magic trick, might as well start there. What, uh, what inspired this project? And well, what inspired, the, basically, I guess, just to get the facts straight, Tim Cohen's magic trick started off... Um, this third solo record ostensibly is called Tim Cohen's Magic Trick, and what it's listed as by the label is Magic Trick by Tim Cohen. You know ah. what I'm saying? But knowing that that was the name of the record and um, having having the band be called Tim Cohen's Magic Trick simultaneously it sort of represents that it's our first album as a group. Self-titled Tim Cohen's Magic Trick is the band. And also the third release by me under my own name, um, in my lifetime, uh, whereas before I had gone under ma many different aliases, AKAs, uh -huh. um, but our intention is to, to go ahead and, and just change it to Magic Trick. So soon, you know, I don't know if it's the next release or the next one. Barring it, you know, compromising our being able to get rid of records that just say Tim Cohen on them, mm -hmm. we will change the name of the band to Magic Trick because I've always been a little bit wary of getting on stage with the group of people that are my friends, my peers, my colleagues. Mm -hmm. With my name with an apostrophe in front of it, it doesn't seem right to me. I so, hear you. so this is this is definitely a band feeling. You know, yes, you, you might have came up with the songs, but the, the band itself is. Solid. It, it's gotten that way more and more uh, with every release. So, um, hey, you can come on in. It's fun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. That, that's Noel. She does most of the backing vocals on the. Well, she played um, at the the gallery show too. right? She's in the band. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. she was one of the original people that I was like, okay, we've been collaborating, we've been making music together, and originally it was me and her, mm -hmm. and James, and James is the drummer, and he was the original drummer, not the original, the second drummer from the Fresh and Only's, Fresh and Only's first self-titled record, debut record on Castle Face, James Kim is the drummer. Okay. He was unable to tour, so after that record, um, we kind of parted ways with that band, and... He was staying at home. I was touring a lot with Fresh and Onlys, but when I was home, I was... I felt something with him, you know, playing music in that band, and I actually met him years ago, and my old band, Black Fiction, played with his old band, Court and Spark, and we just became sort of peripheral friends, not mm -hmm. great friends, but um, I kind of approached him. I think it was at Great American, actually, um, a few years ago, just be like, hey, man, like, we should we should get a project going together. I really just really liked his feel as a drummer. Um, so we started recording songs where he'd play drums, I'd play guitar, and then I'd build the songs on that overdub and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I, I felt like the real absence of uh, female vocalists. Whereas before I had done a lot, all the vocals myself and falsetto, I felt like you know it's time to like grow up and find a woman that can sing. <laughs> I see no help. What it was, I saw her perform with her other band, Sweet Chariot, at the Knockout, where she plays banjo and sings. And I was just struck by like her voice being so straightforward and pure, without any affectations and yeah, any vibrato. Really, not trying to do anything, but just sing out. And I thought, well, if any voice is going to complement my voice, which tends to be sort of deadpan and. Um, not that far from my speaking voice as far as, I, you know. I disagree on that one, though, because especially on this new record, <clears throat> I think it's your voice is sounding really expressive, and I was talking with you a little bit earlier about it, but, like, 
the, the songs and the melodies. I mean, you're kind of crooning on some of these songs. Well, I think I think a part of that, Rob, comes with like being confident in the melodies and confident that, like, you know, I've never I've never been a singer, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. I've just I've just wanted to be on stage singing or making songs and melodies come into my head and and I feel like I carry those with me and 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 I want I want I want them to get to be out of me you know I want to express them that's yeah. that's that's my thing and like as what I've learned in my life is like that's what I want that's how I want to speak to the world you know is through melodies so at this point with this third record you know and finally finally being like you know what I'm not going to let anybody tell me I can't sing. You know, I've had plenty of people tell me that. I've read plenty of people saying this dude can't sing. You know, because I'm never going to be Anthony Hegarty or whatever, you know, Anthony wow. Johnson. I'm never going to be Neil Diamond or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm just... So I've, I've learned to you just... You might be all right with one Neil Diamond, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to accept um, the fact that I'm not a perfect singer, but I know I can sing. You know, yeah. I know I can hit notes and I know I can sing melodies. And I know I could sing them the way that they're supposed to be saying because that's how they took root in my head or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you know, the expressiveness maybe come from the circumstance of recording and kind of like getting in touch with that and not thinking about hitting the notes, just letting it come out of you. And like there's, there's, a, there's a necessary degree of like realness that comes with that. Yeah. Not, you know, if not comparing yourself to anybody or thinking too hard about it, you know, so... I like to think that I'm not a fake singer, you know, and I know, I know fake singers, you know, I know people that just go all out to put projected image about themselves, whether it's with their voice or their dress, mm-hmm. and that's fine, that's fine by me, that's just not what I want to do, and especially with the Fresh and Onlys, and being the only singer, really, in the Fresh and Onlys, and having Wyman do occasional backups, like, I've had to really just own the vocal melodies, I can't mess that up, because that messes everything up. With Black Fiction, there was a little bit more. There was a lot more, actually, of vocals. Black Fiction was... There were four mics on stage. And all four people were singing. And there were certain songs that had three-part harmonies behind my lead vocals. And I felt like I could fall back on that. But at the same time, I had to nail it. I had to learn how to sing. The band before that, there was the singing didn't matter because we were playing like seven, eight time signatures. We were like all over the map. Uh-huh. When it got down to playing pop music, it was like, all right, you got to sing the part. You got to make it sound good you know take one more chance on an unseemly man an ill-fated oath with a claw for a hand oh were it not for my false modesty With no home, for 
about the recording because you're saying you know melodies come in you just want to get them out I mean how fast is the turnaround with your, you know your songwriting because it just seems like you're writing songs all the time yeah fast fast <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is James Kim hey what's up I'm Rob nice this to meet you my, my philosophy is to go back to your question is yeah. fast and furious man like I'll call James he can attest to this I'll be like James I got a song we'll figure out when's the next time you can come over like I can come over tonight, I can come over tomorrow, and we'll just sit there and I'll play the song, we'll figure out a drum part, and that's basically how this whole last record was done, you know. Or sometimes even, like, the crazy thing is, like, a drum part, I'll just be dicking around and, you know, keep playing that, keep playing that, record it, and, like, a couple days, you know, a week later, just got this whole song built around it, and like, how the hell did you do that, you know, like, it's crazy. It's like, the more immediate it is to me, the more it's meant to be and, I, and I'm, I've said that in a few interviews and it, it sounds like oh like he's just saying that you know it's true it's like until that philosophy fails me you know until I feel like I've done something and rushed it and listen to the song and, and think like I don't like how that sounds I think I rushed that then I'll go back and change my methods but until this point I feel like I stand behind everything that I've done like that because there's tons of songs that no one's ever heard that are just sitting there mm-hmm. You know, and no one pr- may ever hear them, you know, but... Yeah, like, I mean, it seems like a lot of bands would just kind of space out, like, you know, like, shit, we got another 12 songs, let's, you know, but I kind of like, I mean, I almost set my clock by every three months there's going to be a new something Tim Cohen related coming out. Um, it's it's kind of nice, you know, you don't have to wait the year and a half for some new songs. Well, especially, I mean, I'm very fortunate that, like, I have captured tracks putting my stuff out and like they're very indiscriminate when it comes to mine because like they've already put out a Fresh and Only's record that was a, a, in my opinion one of our better releases um, it was August of My Mind EP mm-hmm. um, which I love that EP I love everything about it from the artwork down to the, the songs and do you do the artwork? is that like are those your drawings and stuff like that? I'm on the solo or on the Tim Cohen okay. and, and the new stuff those are all my drawings yeah those are cool images like you don't have a like, background in art do you? Or? not at all yeah. no. I, I learned how to draw from as a kid I, I learned how to draw from whatever you know like sitting around and being four years old and drawing yeah. and then kind of wasn't interested in art and then my buddy Joe Roberts got me back into drawing and we'd just sit around all day and 
I actually introduced him to playing music and he introduced me into just sitting. The psychological process of sitting there and drawing and mm -hmm. like became so therapeutic for me to be like, this is where these crazy ideas are in my head. Like I, I'm not able to get them out any other way except to put them on paper and see if I can, you know, mimic them. But there's a definite style to them too, which I mean, it's like a, a thread. It's not. Yeah, and that, that was my intention. I mean, that's that's not accidental. But like, like with the with all the, with the seven inches and then the records now up to this point, it's just all been my art. And then the next record we have coming out is is my buddy Kevin Kevin Earl Taylor mm -hmm. did the painting, which is. Amazing, and he he did the cover art for the last uh, Fresh and Only's record. Okay. Play it strange. So I guess uh, next logical question before we wrap it up: uh, what's what's going on touring wise? I mean, are you going to be on the road with both bands? No, I mean as far as a couple new ones. Like I said before, James <laughs> uh, at this point can't tour extensively, so I think right now we're, we're we're focusing on recording at home because there's always stuff to do here. And um, I already have like eight new songs that he hasn't even heard that I'm probably going to just have him do percussion on and like, you know, feel them out, which we've done with a few songs. I've done drums and he's come in and kind of like accentuate or embellish them rather with with percussion as he's doing right now to our interview. <laughs> um, I kind of like the fact, though, that, that the, the magic trick sort of thing is still very much kind of a local, you know. For me, I mean, and, it, and I hate to say it, make it sound like it's my side project, but... It, Ostensibly, that's what it is. The Fresh and Only takes up like a lot of time. I mean, Fresh and Only is touring half of March, all of April, all of May. We're recording all of June, and we're touring all of July, and then we're touring again in Europe in September. So that's like already. I'm looking at almost an end of the year, being like, I'm not really wow. even going to be here. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to maximize when I am here to like you know focus on. This is this is necessary for me to have this project because. With this project with James, Noel, and Alicia, there's no, there's really no ego involved, you know, except for my own, maybe. But um, there's no, there's, and I'm not saying there is with the Fresh and Onlys, but the Fresh and Onlys, it's a lot more testosterone and like bullheadedness. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want that to be misconstrued. No, no, I get like, you. But it's, it's, a rock, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rock band dynamic. It's a rock band, yeah. and, 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 and I attribute, you know, a great deal of credit to that band to the the other three people in the band being far superior musicians than myself, you know, um, which I'm not, that's, that also seems wrong, which is to say, not to say that, you know, in Magic Trick that I'm a superior musician, but it's a different feeling, you know, it's a different, like, like, like kind of like, it's much more thrown together. Fresh and Only is, is a lot more thought out now. Show me how to be so mean, just be Don't show me how to be so mean, just be 
about those Knicks. Yeah, well, let's talk sports a little bit while we're on the subject because this is kind of rare that I get it. Um, love the Knicks. Carmelo thing. Who uh, who are you following? You follow the. You mentioned Chicago Cubs. Do you follow the the Bulls at all? Or? Um, I, I do. You know what? Like with basketball, it's always been a weird thing for me because like the only professional sports games I saw as a kid were Washington Bullets games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Bullets don't exist. And it's the Wizards, but um, that that organization completely fell off in my opinion. Where. Um, Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a free agent when it comes to the NFL, the NBA, and I like that. And I, I try to adhere to teams that are more like you know, almost like like without a home. Like Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder is the team that I'm looking at. My underdogs in the West because I'm just like, dude, that team is amazing. Yeah, Durant, right? He's on that Durant, team, Westbrook. Um, um, Westbrook at UCLA was so great. Like I love. He's amazing. I mean, those two to me are like. And then they got they got Eric Maynard who played at VCU, which is my hometown school. And I was gonna say, were you uh, like was that is that Virginia? Virginia Commonwealth? Okay. Yeah, my father's been on the faculty there for some time. Oh really? So what, that, a bunch what, of VCU. What division are they in? They're D one. Okay. They're in the uh, Sun Belt. That was the CAA. They're CAA now, actually. They were the Sun Belt, then they moved to the CAA, which is like U of R, Old Dominion, um, George Mason. I think UNC Wilmington probably don't get, but they get a bid. They get an automatic bid in that conference. So really? if they win that conference, they're in. And, they, yeah. and as you remember, two years ago they beat Duke. Yeah. In the in the first round, yeah. as a 15 seed beating a two seed. So Eric Boehner was on that team, and he plays for the Thunder. He's the backup point guard. So yeah, that being said, like I'm looking at the Thunder. I'm looking at the Warriors, obviously. Yeah. Just sleeper teams that don't really have a. What do you think? Can they get it together? I mean, they have point guards. Warriors have been, have been sort of hot. I mean, at least at least warm, you know. And, um, I'd like to see a, a coming out of the All Star break. I'd like to see them do a lot. I mean, they've, they've two of the most exciting players in the NBA in my opinion. Yeah. Curry and Ellis. So. Thanks, man. Thank you, man.
So there you go, people. That was my interview with Tim Cohen. Really, really nice guy. It was super fun to sit down and talk with him. And uh, we, had a, we had a good time. We talked NBA. What can I say? That's for you, listener Al. I know you love hearing anything and everything NBA. Let me tell you what I played there. We mixed in a few songs, so I want to make sure I take care of some business. Uh, the first song was Don't Give Up, as I mentioned, by Tim Cohen's Magic Trick, which is on that record. And then I played a song he released at the same time, an EP called Bad Blood. And that song was called I and I Will Be. And I just really like uh, his voice on that one and the melody. And then I played a fresh and only song called No One to Wander off the August in Our Mind. Or the August of Our Mind, I'm sorry. EP on Captured Tracks that he was speaking about in the interview. And then we closed it off with one of my favorite songs off the new Magic Trick record, Top on Tight. I just, uh, I hear that melody personally in my head all, all day long. That's what it's like to be in Robert Bob Duvet's head, is to hear that song. So I guess I have my top on tight. Um, I'm going to play some more music related to a lot of what we just heard in that interview. Um, the magic trick, as he mentioned, is made up of James Kim, who was in a great band called Court and Spark. And I think, believe he plays with Kelly Stoltz as well. Um, and then you have Alicia Vandenhuevel, who's in uh, the Eiler set. And we're going to play something from them. We're going to play a little bit from Noel Cahill's Sweet Chariot. Um, that's uh, another project that um, members of Magic Trick are associated with. I think it's the singer from Movers in that band. I really liked Mover back in the day. So uh, we're going to get to all that stuff. So I'm going to play a lot of uh, music surrounding... Um, the interview. So there you go. And then we're going to get into some other stuff. So thanks for doing the interview, Mr. Tim Cohen. I appreciate it. Thank you, my Davidians, for tuning into this show. We have a whole nother, gosh, hour, hour and a half of this business. So strap up, buckle up for safety. I don't know what I'm going to play in the second hour. It's going to be a mix of stuff. I got some new stuff on the play. I got some shows I went to that I want to kind of highlight or shows that are coming up. So maybe we'll go in that direction. But for now, let us play a song by Court and Spark called Let's Get High. Slow down, not slow down. I got to sit down. 
in the mercy seat. Let's go back, can we go back? Got to go back and do it again. Let's swim down, I'll swim down, and got to swim down. You got beautiful fins. Get down and got to get down. No, we don't have much time. But if I said, if I said, if I said I loved you, maybe I was lying. Let's get wild, oh, get wild. Life is wild. Go put that record on. Let's dance, baby, let's dance. Let me spin you around. Oh, it would turn me on.
San Francisco comes. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Rice Aroni, the flavor can't be beat. One pan of boiling cooking ease. A flavor that is sure to please. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Rice Aroni, the delicious break from potatoes. Now in six fabulous flavors. One pan of boiling cooking ease. A flavor that is sure to please. Rice 
All right, I'm back. We are at the halfway mark. And I am Robert Bob Duvet, your San Francisco treat. I'm actually a pretty good substitute for potatoes as well. I'm going to start digging out more of these old commercials. They're kind of funny. I like them. Gives the show a little gravitas, I think, when you uh, have commercial sponsors, even if uh, they're, they're un unaware. But this is Pirate Radio, folks. That's why you tune in. And that's why you listen. And let me tell you what you just listened to. That was a triple shot. As promised, we played the Cord and Spark doing Let's Get High. Then the Eilers set doing The Way to Market Station. And lastly, Sweet Chariot doing a song called San Anselmo. That is the singer for Mover. Eric Shea, that's his name. Eric Shea is also in Sweet Chariot, formerly of Mover. San Anselmo has been done in both bands. I know this to be true. I know my, oh, speaking of music trivia, we won pub trivia last night down at Schroeder's here in San Francisco. It was really, it was a, it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a convincing victory. We won by one point, but a victory is still a victory. So, uh, yes, I'll pat myself on the back. What else can I tell you as we storm this podcastle? You know, I'm going to play some more music. How about that? Let me read a let me read a letter really quick. Uh, ah, I can't even speak. Let me read a letter really quick from a listener, a listener named Nancy, asking about our Nashville show that was about oh three weeks ago now, and she wanted to know if I was going to be playing any more music from Nashville. And the answer to that question is I will be in fact. So Nancy, keep your ears peeled to this show. Make sure you're signed up there on iTunes where. You can get it for free and it'll upload as the new one arrives. But yes, I'm going to interview, or I have just finished interviewing, uh, Daniel Pujol, great singer, songwriter. He's a goddamn rock and roll musician is what he is. Great band, um, Pujol that he's in, and I had a great conversation with him. I'm going to play that interview. I'm going to surround it with a bunch more music out of Music City. Nashville, I really like it, so I will be going back there. I feel like I'm toggling between Nashville, San Francisco, and a little bit of New York thrown in there. So maybe we'll get to L.A., but I want to get to some more music right now. I'm going to play a song by Holy Shit, who played with the Magic Trick at the Great American Music Hall last Thursday. They were great. They surprised the hell out of me. Um, Holy Shit has had members of Girls and Ariel Pink in its band. Um... Live, they were great. Blew me away. They had like four guitars on stage at one time. It was just way more guitar than I thought it was going to be. And I really dug it. Um, so I'm going to look for them and uh, see them again. I, I suggest you do too. It's a fun name to say too. You can say you're going to the holy shit show. Huh? Kind of like this shit show that you're listening to right now. What Duvet said about music. So let's play a little holy shit. We'll do a double shot. We're going to play holy shit doing uh, Maiden Impression. And we're going to do, after that, a band called 17 Evergreen I really like from San Francisco. They're big in England. We want to make them even bigger here in San Francisco. They play noise pop uh, this past week as well. The song's called Burn the Fruit. And I'm going to be interviewing them very shortly. Look for it. Write it down in your books.
Listen, was he just a prophet? Or was he just ashamed? Some years from now Not far from here They'll hide their gold And drink our beer They'll evaporate the masses Evaporate, evaporate, evaporate While the rat is syncopate, syncopate Syncopate the body Evaporate, evaporate Our lives are back my duvidians and i'm gonna cut right out and play some more music i'm gonna go digging through my vast collection and see what i can't dig up and play i know it's gonna involve this band called suns i think s-u-u-n-s playing with crystal castles this friday at the fox in oakland california maybe i'll do a double shot of that and another double shot making it a quadruple shot i just want to play some music and let the music do the talking. She 
We're back, people. You are listening to what Duvet said about music. Let me get to another letter. This letter came to me from Caleb, and Caleb was kind enough to write in and ask what my plans were for the rest of the week. And I said, you know what? I'm going to tell you exactly what my plans are. Robert Bob Duvet is honest with his listeners. Let me be honest with you. My plans are as follows. Thursday night, I'm going to be going to Pop Scene here in San Francisco at the Rickshaw Stop. Abe Vigoda playing alongside Wild Nothing. In fact, you just heard Wild Nothing in that last batch of four songs when we played a band called Sun Soons doing a song called Gaze. I don't know much about them. I'm going to look into it. I think they're on Jag Jaguar, one of those, uh, maybe uh, secretly Canadian, one of those labels. But I like their sound, so I'm going to investigate. I'll get back to you with... More on them. Uh, then we heard Crystal Castles. Two bands are playing together at the Fox Theater, where I won't be. I just can't see all these shows. But Crystal Castles doing Celestica. That was a Thurston Moore Sonic Youth remix. So you got a little Thurston Moore remixing it up for you guys. And then we had Wild Nothing doing board games. And Wild Nothing, great band. Jack Tatum is the, uh, the main guy in the band. I think they're out of Virginia. And looking forward to seeing them. Some good shoegazy stuff. A little bit of Cure thrown in. Should be a great show. I think that show's going to be packed. So I'm glad I'm going to that. Hopefully get some good pictures. I'm going to write something for the Owl Mag. That's right. www.theowlmag.com Great new music website. Lots of reviews. Lots of interesting features. Interviews. You can find some of my writing. Under my other name, Robert Shelley. There, I leaked it. I leaked it out. Um, but yeah, really happy to be working with them. 
And uh, I'm going to go to that show and review it. So look for that at the Almag on Friday. Look for a review of the show. And what else can I tell you? Go to the blog, www.whatduvaysit.com. There'll be a lot more of my writing featured there as well as uh, links to this podcast and a playlist as always. So you can find out exactly what I played and go, uh, you know, go down that rabbit hole if you so desire. And uh, give us a call, 415-937-0445. I need to get some of these uh, phone calls downloaded so I can play them on the air. I'm going to do that for next show, squeeze in uh, a, a call or two from a listener. And uh, you can always write to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com, like our good friend Caleb did. Uh, let me finish up. Where else am I going to be? Saturday night. Oh, can't wait. Going to go see... One of my favorite bands, the Drive-By Truckers, touring behind their brand new record called Go-Go Boots. They're playing with the Heartless Bastards, another great band that's going to be a double bill that I'm so looking forward to. So I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play a new song by the Drive-By Truckers, and then I'm going to play a song by the Heartless Bastards. So you get a little feel of what that show is going to be like. That show is not sold out yet, I don't think, but it will be definitely by Saturday. They're playing Friday and Saturday. So if you can get tickets, do it. The drive-bys, they're awesome. They play like, God, two hours, and it's a whole mix. They have like three songwriters in the band, so you get just a different flavor. It's, uh, it's, it's, they're not to be missed. Great, great live band. So I will be there. And then uh, I guess uh, my, my favorite day of the year is coming up, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. I'll have to do, uh, throw in a little bit of the Deedly D music. But I, I, I'm talking too much. Let's, let's play some music. Let's do that uh, drive-by in Heartless Bastard double shot. Yeah. 
spilled blood on this place It only echoes true of the days And so you peek into the mountain Where your desire goes
All right, that was the double shot. Drive-by truckers, heartless bastards. They can be seen at the Fillmore this weekend, Friday and Saturday. I wanted to also let you know, I played a Black Fiction song, which is another band that Tim Cohen is a member of. I'm not sure if Black Fiction still plays around, but they're they're really groovy. The song was called Black Fiction. So, so right after Wild Nothing came that Black Fiction song and before the Drive-by Truckers. If you're keeping score at home, that's how it all went down. All right, it's over. I am going to get out of here. I'm going to close with a, uh, you know, I like to do a San Francisco, pick San Francisco band. Obviously, Tim Cohen has been the featured artist today. But in honor of Tim Cohen, I'm going to play another songwriter that I really like. And actually, his songwriting reminds me a bit of the spirit of what Tim Cohen's been doing lately. It's Skip Spence. Skip Spence, formerly of the Jefferson Airplane. I think he was their drummer on the first couple albums. And then uh, he went off, did his own thing. Kind of a Sid Barrett type guy. He wrote some great songs and then just drifted on out of here, people. Like, I'm going to drift on out. So I'm going to do a double shot of Skip Spence. I'm going to play... What songs am I going to play? He has so many songs. They're all pretty short. I'm going to play All Come to Meet Her. Right into Lawrence of Euphoria. This has been Euphoric. Once again, go to the Almag, www.theowlmag.com. Check that out. Go to www.whatduvaysaid.com and check that out. Look for some supplemental stuff regarding this show. And yeah, it's a wrap. It's been fun. I'll see you next week with more tomfoolery.